Welcome to the Letters to the Beloved podcast. I'm Jake Spencer, the pastor of Grace Chapel, Knoxville, and we are thrilled that you are joining us today. You are listening to the audio from a video series that myself and other members of our church family record each week as we walk through God's Word together. Our hope is that the living Word of God would come alive in your heart today. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can visit our website at gracechapelknoxville.net. May you be blessed and encouraged today. And now, beloved, welcome to the conversation. Hey friends, thanks for joining me again today. I'm so excited as we're moving into the portion of scripture now where Paul and others begin to write letters of encouragement and instruction to the church. Um, And these are written in really personal, specific ways. Um, Some of the letters are meant to reach a broader audience. Some of them hone in in really personal ways on people um, or with specific people. Um, But listen, by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, um, the Lord's intent is that each of us would be able to receive truth, um, encouragement, hope, that we would be strengthened where we need to be strengthened, that we'd be corrected where we need to be corrected. And so friends, the Holy Spirit comes in in our lives, in our hearts, and then resonates with the living Word of God to speak truth to us personally. And so I just wanna encourage you, hang in there if you're doing the Bible reading plan. If you haven't been doing it, jump in right now. We wrapped up the book of Romans this week You could catch up moving into the weekend, or you could start fresh with 1 Corinthians on Monday. Um, But let's hang in there through the rest of the year, um, giving voice to the Lord's Word in our heart. All right? So I want to just share one simple thought with you and then give you a couple of questions kind of on your own, um, just to sort of have some reflection. And so from, from early on in Paul's letter to the Romans, he kind of establishes something that he's longing for and that he believes is really important for the whole church. And so it's really simple. It's in Romans chapter one, verses 11 and 12. He says, for I long to see you. Remember that, I long to see you. That I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. So I wanna see you tangibly in person, but for the purpose of, of impacting your life, touching your life in a real tangible way, but with spiritual truth with spiritual impact. Verse 12, that is that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. All right, so really simple, kind of three quick thoughts here. First of all, Paul says, I long to see you. Um, Friends, we need that in-person, tangible uh, touch. We need, we need real communication with each other. You know, technology enables us to have some back and forth even when we can't be together in person. But we we need that mutual exchange. We need to see each other. And, you know, here's Paul who he's done a lot to forward the church. Um, he's written so much healthy, strong, um, Jesus-centered stuff to, to teach the church, to equip the church. But he's saying that's not enough. Like even though you've heard the truth, even though you've heard everything I have to say, one-way communication is not enough. Listen, friends, I've received a lot through one-way communication, reading books, listening to sermons, 
Um, maybe I'm, I'm watching a video like this online. Maybe I'm actually sitting in a pew at a church and hearing from a pastor that I know and love, but there's that one-way communication. Um, I believe in that. I do that every Sunday. There's a place for that. But Paul's saying there's something else missing. I, I long to see you in person. And then what's he saying that will do? He says, I want to strengthen you with a gift. And I want you to see there's two parts to this. He's saying, I want to, I want to encourage you spiritually. Friends, it's so easy for us to kind of fall into um, more practical mindsets. Now, spiritual matters are absolutely practical, but spiritual matters touch us deeply and then they help us respond out of the depth of who we really are in Christ, what the Holy Spirit's saying to us. And so our spirit gets spoken to and encouraged in a way that prepares us then to handle different emotional things we may go through, to wrestle through hard decisions that need wisdom and intelligence, and also just practical, tangible things we're experiencing in the circumstances of this world. And so Paul's saying, I want to encourage you spiritually. But notice he says, I want to be there in person. Friends, there is this thing that happens when we get together where the physical and the spiritual come to meet. And Paul's saying, I long for that. It's important. I care about you. We need this. And then the third thing he says, it's really simple, but he says we need mutual encouragement. So Paul's not just saying, I'm up here and you're down there and I need to teach you stuff. He's saying we need to mutually encourage each other in the faith, build each other up. And so friends, we need that. This is what the writer of Hebrews, who may have been Paul, was talking about when he warns in Hebrews 10, verses 23 through 25. Um, This goes from like the positive side of, man, we should mutually encourage each other. This is more of a warning to be careful. Uh, Verse 23 through 25 of Hebrews 10. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. That means there are times in our life where things could get really difficult and it could be possible to lose hope and lose heart. And so we're told to hold fast. How do we do that? Well, number one, for he who promised is faithful. So we hold on to the Lord. But then look at the connection that's made here. Verse 24, let us consider how to stir up one another, that mutual encouragement for love and good works. Verse 25, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some. Friends, it's easy to slip into the habit of neglecting the meeting of, of each other together, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Friends, the times we live in are hard. There are some um, practical, tangible, physical reasons why we've distanced from each other, but we cannot neglect assembling together. Um, For some of us, that means stretching ourselves a little bit and getting in person together a little bit more. For some of us, it means, hey, there's very good, healthy reasons why I'm continuing to distance. Great, but if, if that's causing us to neglect relationships, If people aren't checking in on us and we're not checking in on them, we can't mutually encourage one another. So I wanna leave you with this, all right? A couple of questions to consider. Really simple. Get some time with the Lord, reflect in your own heart and answer these two questions. Where am I receiving, personally receiving, tangible, personal encouragement? Spiritual encouragement, Jesus-focused encouragement. 
Where in my life can I identify where I'm receiving that? Are there some people I can consider? Are there some some conversations that I have, gatherings that I go to, um, intentional times, you know, on a phone call or whatever? But where am I receiving tangible, personal encouragement? Second question, just as important. Where am I giving tangible, personal encouragement? Who am I passing on encouragement to? Where am I doing that? How am I doing that? What does that look like in my life? And so it's really simple. It's the who and the how. And friends, no matter your circumstances, absolutely there are people that you are meant to be encouraging right now and there are ways you can do it. And absolutely you need the encouragement of others. And so how are you engaging with the body of Christ to do that? Now, practically, what does it look like to encourage each other? Well, Paul gives us some great guidance in Romans. So here's some homework for you. After you reflect on those two questions and honestly ask the Lord, where can I grow in these areas of giving and receiving encouragement? Spend some time in Romans chapter 12 and Romans chapter 14 to get some really good guidance. Ask the Lord to maybe show you some things you've missed. Maybe be open him correcting you in some areas where where you need to be sharpened. Um, But Paul gives us some really good direction on how we can be the church, loving, encouraging one another. Friends, we need it. I love you. I miss you. I'm grateful for this. But let's get on the phone. Let's meet up at a coffee shop. Let's spend time together in person. We need each other. All right? Love you, friends. Praying for you. Have a great, great weekend ahead, and we'll see you soon.